0: Jump tune in to the Day one podcast. The, the podcast, podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode.
1: The wheels on the bus go round and round, the love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found, paid my rent, I'm no more bound.
0: Kingdom citizens, welcome back. How are you all doing? So we are on episode 43, y'all. Episode 43. And this episode is titled, Yes, Men. All right. So you probably read the title and you're like, "Okay, yes, man. Yes, man. What? Where is Samantha going with this today? Right. And before I even go into it, I just kind of want to kind of give you a taste of what this episode is going to be about. And so the dangers of being a yes man or woman when we don't know who we're saying yes to. Right. So my question is, who are you saying yes to? All right. So that's just kind of like a little taste of what this episode is going to be about. But before we get into the episode, let me go ahead and share my announcements with you all. So... I encourage you all to subscribe to the being one podcast on YouTube. So if you don't know, if you're new to this channel, this channel, if you're new to this podcast, okay, I welcome you. I refer to the listeners of this podcast as kingdom citizens because we are a part of the kingdom of God. okay. And so there is a YouTube channel and it is called being one podcast. Right. And so the reason why I, you know, request or ask that you guys go and follow that channel is because on it. I go live every first and third Saturday of the month. Um, and so next Saturday, actually, October 3rd, I'll be going live again. It's a series called Reflections, A Conversation with Friends. And I don't know if you tuned into the last show, um, but we were talking about boundaries, right? And if you were listening at the end and we started talking about sexuality and someone threw a title out there, Holy But Horny. Um, So we're kind of going to get into that next week, October 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So you want to be sure that you are tuned in, listen. I need to do my research because I'm like, look, I need to, you know, really come forward and really bring forth knowledge and wisdom with this topic. But, you know, I feel like sexuality and healthy sexuality isn't um, talked about enough in the church or really at all. And that's where a lot of us fall short with because we don't understand it. So kind of in the realms of holy but horny sexuality, self-love, um, we'll be talking about that on the next um, show the next live show. All right, also being one podcast and Kingdom Citizen Teas are for sale on Teespring. So I will link that link on the show notes so if you want to look at the episode show notes you can find the link to purchase your very own shirt and be a part of the kingdom citizens family on this podcast lastly y'all lastly 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 my birthday is coming up all right it is going to be next week friday october 2nd and i'm turning 24 um so that's just exciting i'm like oh my gosh i'm turning 24 but let's get into this week's episode all right yes men Um, the dangers of being a yes man and woman when we don't know who we are saying yes to so my question again is do you consider yourself a yes man or woman and why okay so I consider myself a recovering one I never knew how to say no to people and last week on the live show we were talking about boundaries and I even mentioned how you know I did not have any boundaries I didn't know what boundaries really were what they really meant and to be honest my being a yes girl really stemmed from this place of insecurity where it was, I was seeking to be validated by men, right? Like I was seeking to be validated by people. I was seeking to be needed. I was seeking for value, right? If I felt like I was needed, then I felt more valuable. Um, and so you know, me saying yes to people all the time, what happened, I started to resent them, right? And it was only because what I expected to receive, I didn't get, if that makes sense, right? So I wasn't doing it for pure intentions. It wasn't for doing it unto God. It was more so doing it unto men, seeking to be validated, seeking to feel valuable And when I didn't get that reciprocated, right, when, you know, when I needed them or when I needed people and the same energy wasn't reciprocated, right, I felt some type of way. And so it was really rooted in me wanting to please them and to feel affirmed. Um, But God reassured me that it's okay to be a yes man. It's okay to be a yes woman, but who you're saying yes to matters, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode. So on this episode, I really need you paying attention because it will be a lot of comparing and contrasting taking place. I will try to simplify my thoughts. I don't know if you've been on the podcast or you've been listening to this podcast long enough. Y'all know a few things about me. I can get very excited about what i'm talking about and i start to rush and get loud with my words um i can kind of bounce around with different points (laughs) because my mind is just like bringing me in so many different places and so i always encourage you to like listen to the the podcast when you have time to really dissect and digest really what is being said and what is being mentioned. I just encourage you to be paying attention to catch what it is I'm saying and where I am going with this. All right. So let's talk about our typical yes man, our typical yes woman, our our typical yes person. Right. And we're going to talk about a person in the Bible. So if you have your Bible or, you know, I of course read it for you. But we're first going to start in Genesis 3, and we're starting from the very first verse, okay? Um, So Genesis 3 from the very first verse. If you are new to this podcast, I read from the New Living Translation, and if you go and kind of binge listen to the episodes, you'll hear why. Just for the sake of, like, clarity and not confusing anyone. So verse 1, I'll read from verse 1. So it reads, The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. And we're going to stop right there and we're going to break it down. All right. So really, the idea that I really wanted um, to take from this scriptures that I just read was in verse six, where she was convinced. Right. So here was the enemy selling her something, selling her an idea, um, taunting her, tempting her to do something contrary to what God had said. And she was convinced. Right. What made her convinced? She she didn't have to say yes. Right. But her actions were proved to us that she was convinced she took the fruit and she ate it right so at this very moment here is this woman eve who has said yes to men right she said yes to society she said yes to the world she said yes to satan and said no to god you see whenever you go outside of the boundaries of god and do something contrary to what is in his word and what he said then you're saying no to him Right? You ever done something that was contrary to the word of God um, because at that very moment you were convinced by words. <laughs> at that very moment you were convinced by an idea. At that very moment you felt good. At that very moment you felt wanted. At that very moment you were convinced that you were needed and unreplaceable. At that very moment your parts were convinced. Ooh, listen, we're going somewhere with this, all right? But let's talk about it. Now, y'all know I'm going to keep it 100% on this podcast, okay? Like, y'all ain't got to worry about Smith. There is no shame in my game. I'm going to keep it 100% because I definitely believe that there is, like, freedom um, and transparency and being vulnerable, like, <laughs> like literally. And I just want to help you all. Um, whenever I come on here and speak, I want to be able to just help you. So that's why we got to keep it 100%. But you ever been in a position, like, talking about our body parts here, y'all, But you were set and told someone that you were not doing anything sexual or crossing that boundary just because it's in God's word and God says so and you're trying to obey, right? But then they start whispering soft words, saying things like, well, I'm gonna marry you anyways, or we don't have to go completely there. And but I love you. And this is how I'm going to prove my love to you. And God says to love your neighbor like and all of a sudden we're convinced. Right. All of a sudden you're convinced. And so we say yes to them and say no to God. You've seen a post that you have to give it up in order to keep a man or a woman and so you say yes to the societal norms and say no to God or you see something in the store that's popular and all the cool kids got it right and you don't have the funds and so you steal it because you were convinced you needed it so bad in order to fit in and so you said yes and said no to God right And so all of this, these examples that I'm giving, like literally put yourself in that shoe. Think about it in your own life, right? Maybe it it has nothing to do with sex or maybe it has nothing to do with stealing, but think about it for yourself. Think about something that you know is in God's word, you know God shuns upon or maybe God encourages, but are you doing that thing, right? Are you being tempted, right? Are your friends tempting you to do something else? You know you shouldn't be drinking because you're the type of person that if you drink, you're going to want to turn up and what i mean by that is you're gonna really need to feel that drink in order to like feel like it's doing something for you and so someone who can casually take a drink and it'd be fine that's not the same thing for you right you on the other hand feel like no nah, if i'm not tipsy if I'm not literally falling on my butt I didn't drink like this drink is nothing for me right and so you drinking would be you being drunk right but you go against God's will right you do something contrary and you're saying yes to your friend you're saying yes to man you're saying yes to this culture but you're saying no to God right so put yourself in your own shoe in your own world and whatever it is that's going on for you at the moment And think about it for yourself, right? But now let's talk about someone in the Bible that had a different approach. Someone who we should be striving to be every day, right? And that's going to be found in Matthew 4. And starting from the first verse, it reads, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands. And so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. All right. So. Here is the devil, again, tempting someone, tempting Jesus, right? We talked about him tempting Eve, and Eve was convinced, but Jesus, for some reason, was not convinced, right? And it's funny because all of this that Satan was offering was just as tempting as what he offered Eve, but Jesus said no, right? He actually offered more things and actually proposed that Jesus do what he knew he was capable of doing, but still he said No. Right. And I just love the progression and the build up. You know, first it was near the stones and then it says that, you know, then the devil took him to the mountain, to the city of Jerusalem. Right. It was all these progression and all this build up. But yet Satan's main goal was to get Jesus to worship him, right? He knew that if he could tempt him to do at least one of those things, then he could have him saying yes to him and no to God, right? Some might argue that Jesus turning the stone into bread is not as bad as him bowing down to worship Satan. But to be honest, it would have been the same thing, right? Because both required you to say yes to Satan and no to God, right? You see... At that point, him saying yes would have been him worshiping him anyways because it says you must worship the lord your god and serve him only you doing what someone asks you to do is a service to them right when someone asks you to do something and you comply and you're saying okay that means you're serving them right and so what people don't realize is that when you're serving others you must do it as though you are doing it unto god right there's scriptures that backs that up to say listen you know whatever you're doing unto men do it as though you're doing it unto God whenever you work work as though you're working unto God right but get this it must still be in obedience to his word right you serving others you serving them must still be in obedience to God's word whenever you serve someone or you are being obedient to what they've asked you to do that is contrary to the word of God then you are now worshiping them and not God right because there's only room for one because god says he's a jealous god and he shares his place with no other right all right it's that time again for a kingdom citizen of the week and so this week i want to highlight pastor marcia martinez all right she hosts Um, like a live every Monday at around 9 p.m. and it's called Limitless Mondays. And so on it, she just comes on and she shares what God places on her heart. Sometimes she comes on a Monday and she just prays, right? So if you're looking for, um, you know, spiritual content, you know, prayer, words from God, then definitely check her out. She is a pastor. She is a YouTuber. She also is an entrepreneur. She has shirts that she sells and she just overall a real true woman of God who just inspires me whenever I see her. Her passion is just very inspiring. So I encourage you to check her out um and i just want to tell her you know thank you for your yes and being obedient um and being consistent like i just pray that god continues to bless you and increase your land increase your um your blessings your favor your anointing and so yes so thank you for doing what you're doing and thank you for doing the thing for the kingdom of god right and let's get back to the episode again who are you saying yes to right Who are you saying yes to talking about, you know, when we're serving others, when we're serving God, if we're doing anything that is contrary to the word of God, then what we have done is we have taken God out of our hearts in order to serve him. We must be obedient to him. So if we're doing anything that's contrary to his word, that means we're serving that other person, that thing, that being and no longer serving and worshiping God. Right. Uh, So a lot of us can find ourselves being deceived to think we're doing right by God when we say yes to men and try to be nice. But let me tell you something. There's nothing nice about being outside of the will of God. There's nothing nice about the consequences we deal with for stepping outside of the boundaries of, of God. Right. Also, again, everything Satan requested from Jesus, he could have done right. Turning the stones into bread, he could have done it you know, jumping from the mountain and being caught up by the angels, like it could have been done. Right. But he knew it wasn't time yet. Right. This would have required him to perform miracles. Right. But it wasn't his time yet. Just because you're capable of doing something doesn't mean you should say yes and you should do it. Right. We talked about waiting on your appointment time. Remember the um, episode? When's your appointment? We talked about waiting for your appointment time. He knew there would be an appointed time. And so don't allow the enemy to tempt you into performing or acting prematurely in a season before your appointed time. Because again, you will be saying yes to him and no to God. And there comes repercussions for doing so. Again, we talked about it on the episode. When is my appointment? We talked about the repercussions for arriving in a season right before your appointed time. Um. So in this season, you know, talking about myself, you know, I truly believe that God has silenced the collapse of men in my life to see what I would do or say, right? I feel like sometimes God will really, cause I just, you know, God will do things in you and then he'll test what he's doing in you, right? Last week, I talked about freedom versus deliverance. When I tell y'all, like, I literally love God because he will give me words. I will, you know, give these words. I will speak these words on this podcast. And it's literally, God will literally Proved his words in my life. Right. Like I will like I don't know about y'all, but I literally meditate on these things like, you know, in my mind, I'd be like deliverance versus freedom. You know, when is my appointment? All these things comes back to my memory whenever I'm living in my life. So I just pray that these episodes are just as relevant to you as they are to me. But, you know, God would literally, you know, test these things in me. So this um, idea, like I mentioned before, about being a recovering yes man or yes woman or whatever, you know, God has me in a season where he's like silencing the claps of men to see who are you truly seeking your validation from are you seeking it from men are you still trying to please men or you're pleasing me you know at first I was kind of like okay God like is this not what you're telling me to do because nobody's kind of affirming it and God was just like well remember where you came from. Right. And I had to remember that I used to do things in order to please man. Right. I used to do things in order to be relevant, in order to seem needed, in order to to feel valuable. God showed me that my value, my confidence, they're all found in him. And so just because he told me to do it, I have confidence that whatever it is that he told me to do was needed to be done. Right. I don't need to hear claps of man. I don't need to, to hear the validation coming from man in order to feel validated in what God has called me to do and what he has has told me to say, right? And so, you know, sometimes the claps and validations of men will cause you to step out prematurely and cause you to perform outside of the will of God, right? Sometimes we do things or we might compromise holiness in order to please men, in order to get claps for men, right? Um, in, in order to please this world, understand that in order to please this world, you're doing something wrong, right? If you're pleasing the world, you're doing something wrong. You're saying you're preaching the gospel, but yet the world is being pleased. Something is being compromised. Holiness is being compromised, right? Because it's never going to coexist. It's never going to make sense. It's never going to just blend. They're not going to accept you. They're not going to accept your word. They're not going to accept whatever it is that you're doing. You're about your father's business you doing things for the kingdom of god they're not going to accept that right because it goes against what they believe it goes against their norms right and so you have to understand that you know um sometimes collapse it can um cause you to be outside of god's will then to really be aligned in his will all righty so what is the song of the week so the song of the week is King of My Heart, and that is by Bethel Music. And so the reason why I just feel like this song is just so relevant is it just basically assures us that God is good, right? He is good. We can trust him with our yes. We can trust that our yes in him is only setting us up to succeed, that he deserves our yes because he is good, right? The fact that he is good is enough, right? And so let him be the king of your heart. Let him be the king of your heart and let him prove to you that he is good. He is good. He is good. And thank you so much. Let's get back to the episode. So it's okay to be a yes man. It's okay to be a yes woman. As long as we are saying yes to God in him alone, right? We must know his voice so we can say yes to him when he speaks. Like understand that this whole journey is truly based on faith and obedience. In order to move forward on the right path and track, we must be obedient to God and his word. A no to him means a wrong turn, right? Like, All the time, I keep saying, listen, in order to really walk this thing out, we have to be obedient. Obedience is key right obedience is key so whenever we say no to god whenever we do something contrary to his word and we say yes to this world we say yes to our friends we say yes to societal norms then we're saying no to him and all it's doing is getting us off track all it's doing is causing us to make wrong turns right understand that whatever you say yes to the world and their norms then you're saying no to god which is the enemy's goals right he's trying to delay us and take us off of track right his plan is to what to steal kill and destroy destroying our purpose killing our purpose killing our destiny delaying that destiny right he's wanting to kill our joy kill our peace again say yes to god be a yes man a yes woman to god that's fine listen if it's a yes to god be that right but don't be a yes man or woman to man don't be a yes man or woman to this world don't be a yes man woman to your culture right um but be a yes man woman to god and only him y'all know i love you but jesus loves you so 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 much y'all be blessed be blessed if you
1: really love jesus get three times more blindfolds now i see took the blindfolds off of me he's still healing setting free Delivery. so i'll praise him with this dance and i'll praise him with this song and i'll praise him from my lips this song Clap three times, clap three times If you really love Jesus Clap three times, clap three times If you really love Jesus Clap three times, clap three times Clap three times, clap three times When I say I love Jesus I really do For who he is Not for what he can do I am waited that he is the same yesterday today forever